You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome to a special Saturday edition of Psychotic and Iconic, episode 51. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do so. We would really appreciate it. Um, with that, I'm going off to Mikey P, and we're starting 51. Motherfucker didn't even fucking introduce me. Damn. He in my own crib and didn't even introduce me. My bad, man. That's crazy. <laughs> my bad. That's fucking crazy. My That's bad. how we're gonna start the show. Put the show, put it back on me, please. I'm Pauls here along with my co-host Nick Theories, yeah. Mikey P, and Philly <laughs> Phil. Now we're going off to Mikey P and we're starting episode 51. I love Was you. Was that better? Was that better? <laughs> all right, all right, just making sure. <laughs> It's what a way to start. Yeah, there we it's, go. It's on Nick's approval. Yeah, I Nick's approval. Known. Yeah. Nick's approval. That's a good that's a good Nick's title. World. That's a good title. Nick's, yeah, Nick's, Nick's approval. Nick's approval. Put the camera back on me too before <laughs> Allison, if you're tuned in, I forgot my ring. I'm sorry. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put lotion on before I came wow. here. Because uh, I'm waiting for the text message. Where's your ring at? <laughs> hey, he's an honest man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an honest man. That's it. Good for you. Hype me up. Yeah, absolutely. Great guy here. Started off, Mikey P. You guys ready for this shit? We got NFL divisional round today. Today it starts. Today. Can't wait. Give me a right. give me a clear cue so I don't preject this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Here, I'll get us going though. All right. This episode of Psychotic and Iconic Sports Pro- Podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That is promo code ICONIC. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. All right, check us out where we're live right now on PropsHQ.com. That's the Props Network. Check us out there for our latest show updates news um live stream schedule our twitter feed everything's on there go check us out other than that guys like i said we got games today it's crazy i'm not used to this so uh this will be a nice little preview and we're gonna get right into it phil that is your q nfl divisional round let's go I'm going undefeated this week. 
Doubtful. I'm going undefeated this week. Mm -hmm. Are you focused? I'm fucking very focused. Yep. Yep. So hey, we've been hot here at BNI. I hope everybody's been listening to our picks. Fucking flaming. <sighs> Actually, that's a good the good opportunity for me to give everybody a standings update. As promised, uh, earlier in the week, I told you I'd give you an update. And it's literally slightly, it's pretty much exactly the same, okay? Paul still has the seven-game money nine lead, all right? <laughs> he wound up tying me five and one after the Cardinals-Rams game. So it was overall a good week for the team. Um, spread, it's still a tie at the top, all right? You got Paul's and Nick Theories tied. But I made up one game on you guys, so now I'm one back, and it's it's as close as ever. So, who knows? We're running out of games, though. We're running out of games, so we only got four this weekend. That's sad. Um, <coughs> it's it's going by so fast, but enjoying every second of it. Fast. So we're going to actually start off with the games today. We have two of them today. We got Bengals at Titans at three uh, at four thirty. Excuse me, on CBS. That is the first one. All right, guys. So first topic here, Bengals at Titans, Titans minus four. All right. The line has been moving like crazy. Um, all the games, actually. The line moved for this one just a little bit ago. So it was three and a half a couple hours ago for the Titans. So Titans minus four. We're going to break this down. Um, give me your X factors, how you feel about the game. However you want to go here. We don't really have a structure for this one. It's more of just like, hey, we're shooting the shit. We're going to let everyone know what we're thinking. We're going to make our game picks at the end of each breakdown. And we have some storylines to break down. So who wants to start us off tonight? Or uh, today? Excuse me. Let that bitch go first. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, honestly, I think this game is going to be a defensive battle. Uh, it's going to be who has the best defense. Um, Derrick Henry comes back for the Titans, which is major. Um, so they can have a two-headed monster with Foreman and, and Henry if, if Henry needs a break or a breather. Um, he hasn't played in, in since, what, halfway through the season, since like week eight? Week eight. So um, he's going to be the X factor, though. If, 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 he, if he runs like he did early in the season, this game is not going to be close. It's going to be Titans roll all day. But if if he's mediocre, getting three yards per carry, and they're struggling against the run, and he's just not, he's just not himself, then this game could be closer than 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 people think, and the Bengals could win. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing Joe Burrow on the road too, as well in the playoffs. That's going to be a big test for him. Last week he was home. This week he gets he gets a crack on the road. So uh, we'll see how he he performs on the road. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be crazy in Tennessee. I mean, they're the number one seat, and they're home. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a defensive battle. Who who plays who plays better defense? So for me, with that to echo a little bit, uh, the X factor for me also is Derrick Henry because I don't know, I don't think really anybody knows what he is. Right. I mean, how does his foot handle? Because they're saying no restrictions, normal workload, all that stuff. So I mean, how does he how does he respond to that? The contact, you know, what if he steps on somebody's ankle, twists it the wrong way? Um, I'm actually opposite that. I think it's going to be more in the high-scoring thing. I don't think it's going to be a defensive battle. Hmm. Um, but for Joe Burrow, I'm interested in the same thing as you. I want to know how does he handle the pressure in his first road start in the playoffs? Is he ready for the moment? And 
to me, he is. I mean, he has he walks that fine line of arrogance and confidence, and it's perfect. So, I mean, I think he's going to be up to the challenge. Um, I think this is going to be a great game today. Um, if it turns into a high scoring, though, for me, that benefits the Bengals. If they get into that mid-20 to 30 range, that for me, that's screaming Bengals because I don't know if I trust Ryan Tannehill enough to bring them home, to throw them home. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that may not be a popular opinion, but, I mean, at this stage, Joe Burrow is better than Tannehill, I would say. Um, and he could, he just he could do more because he could win those shootout games. I mean, he's proven it over and over. <laughs> and I just have a weird feeling with the Bengals right now. I just like for me, the Bengals are just rolling. They you know they smack ten, uh, the Chiefs. They get a bye week. They don't smack the Raiders, but they controlled that game for the most part. So I'm really looking forward to that game, and um, it's it's going to be fun. But I, I see high scoring, and a lot of it is going to depend on Derrick Henry and Joe Burrow, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, the Bengals are a really good team. They're not a slouch. Because, like, my thing is, is can Derrick Henry run them home? Which he's proven yeah, that hell he can't yeah. do that. Hell yeah. Can he do that coming off of a 10-week rest? And if it, get, if it gets down to that, can Joe Burrow throw them home? I mean, but this could also be a big game for Joe Mixon, too. It could be. So, you know what I mean? It could, it, it could be. I don't know. The, the, the Bengals have so many weapons offensively. It's just like it could be a T. Higgins game. I think it's going to be a T. Higgins game. He hasn't he hasn't like really been playing well. He's or been he quiet hasn't really yeah, he he's been quiet since against, he got the forty point. Was that against the Chiefs? Performance. Was that against the Chiefs? He did that, or was that against the Raiders or something? Uh, I can't remember. I forget. But whatever game he exploded in, he's been a little quiet since then. So he has. What a what a better time then to to pick it up in your in the first road playoff game. So I'm looking forward to that at four thirty facts well look at that though the attention the attention shifted off of jamar chase for a little bit then it goes now it's like oh now we got to account for t higgins uh tyler boyd starting to show up so now it's like all right what do you do here there's just there's so many weapons in cincinnati so if this turns into a, a passing kind of game i agree with you mike i i think the same thing that that favors the Bengals and and the titans pass defense is ranked 20th on the year and they've been very bad against wide receivers for that matter so um that's a matchup right there i think something that's not getting a lot of press right now due to derrick henry being available which by the way i'll I'll call him my x factor too but i'll say x factor 2.0 is the Bengals lost larry Joby for the season their defensive tackle right up the middle so the Bengals' run defense was actually pretty good this year. They were they were top five. Um, and you lose a guy like Joby makes me think that the Titans can have their way if they establish the run early. But if they don't, on the other side of it, the Titans' run defense is top two. The Bengals were 23rd. They obviously have Joe Mixon, who's very good. But if, they, if the Bengals can't establish, um, you know, their presence in this game early – I feel like the Titans could hop out to a big lead and then just run out the clock. That's kind of how I see it. The Bengals are the key for them is going to be scoring early and getting out to a lead. That would benefit the Bengals the most because the Titans are going to have a hard time catching up with Ryan Tannehill. What do you guys think of that, though? I love I love that uh, the stat about the defense too and them losing the uh, interior defensive tackle. Um, but for me, even with Mixon, if you can't establish the run that well, I mean, you could do quick dump-off passes. They, they may be more susceptible to that if the run game can't get going. But I think Joe Mixon needs to be involved, for sure. I mean, with the year that he's had, 
I mean, he's shown to be a he's shown to be a you know a prominent player, prominent running back. So I think Bengals are going to come out throwing the football. I would too. I think that the, the strength versus weakness. I was going to say for the Bengals, they would be smart to attack their D backs, yeah. the Titans D backs, because that's their weak point. So, but uh, like uh, like Mikey said, I'd love the point on. Um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, for real. But here's the thing. So, all right. So before you guys make your picks, here's a stat for you. Oh, you want to jump the picks already? I, I, I do. I'm, I'm interested in this game. The Bengals have all never right. won a road playoff game in franchise history. They are 0-7. Really? X. Think about that. They have never won a road playoff game in franchise fucking stat. history. That's crazy. That's crazy, fam. You hey, think that's going back all the way to 1972, 0-7. 31 years. Laws of average. Could be time. I got something else for you, though. This is a stat right here. And you guys may not know this, by the way. Oh, Joe sorry. Burrow has a streak right now going on. Joe Burrow's streak of 180 pass attempts without an interception is the second longest behind Aaron Rodgers. So if, if Joe Burrow gets hot, I, I feel like the Bengals could run away with this. But that that's the key, though. That's oh. the key. The Titans have to really, you know, they're at home. They got to get Derrick Henry going. And they're going to have to jump out to a lead. Otherwise, I feel like it, it does favor the Bengals. And it's, it's crazy that I'm saying this right now. And, and by the way, guys, another thing that it hasn't really been mentioned much, but Trey Hendrickson is playing in this game for the Bengals, and uh, he became a, a sack artist this year. So this is another guy who could be giving the Titans Pause. fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real, real fast, before I lose my train of thought again, I like what, uh, Mike, what you said about the Bengals jumping out to a lead because that's how I feel. I don't think the Titans – if the Titans have to play from behind, that's a bad recipe for them, in my opinion. So, if the Bengals come out and get 7-0, 10-0, score two touchdowns, they're in trouble. You sound like uh, you're leaning Bengals over there. Yeah, you'll know in about five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Why well, we got to wait until five minutes? Don't I already assume. know where you guys are leaning, don't so assume. let's just, let's just let talk ask, about it. Don't assume. Let me ask you guys something real quick. All right. There's talk right now that the Titans are one of the weakest one seeds in the history of the game. Who cares? So, like, do you, uh, do you agree with this? Do you think that they're an overrated one seed? Or do you think that that's just bullshit? No, I, I think that's bullshit. Basically, it can be proven, but there's the eye test too, you know? And this team, this team, first of all, 8-0 and after a bye slash extended rest. Under Mike Rabel. That's something interesting as well, because they had a week off, all right? Another thing, they're 8-3 and three this year against teams with a winning record, and they're 4-0 and against teams that made it to the divisional round. So what is it? Are they for real or what? Like, yeah, they're for real. The problem is everybody loves Flash. Everybody loves the big play. Everybody loves the fancy fucking player. Everybody loves that shit. They love the superstars. But when Derrick Henry went down, they didn't have anything. Is Ryan Tannehill flashy? No. A.J. Brown was kind of in and out of the lineup. Who else do they have? Deontay Foreman, is he flashy? No. Do they have a defensive guy that's flashy? No. But guess what? They fucking play as a team, and they fucking they win. They're a good fucking football team. So, Nick, my thing is I could kind of make an argument. <clears throat> excuse me. They're one of the stronger one seeds. They lost their best player in week eight, 
and still captured and, and the one still seed. Won the, yeah, that's my point. So, like Mike Vrabel is going to be coach of the year. No cap, hands down. He needs to start being mentioned in the top five coaches in the NFL no too. Cap. Also, for real. He, he's he's in my top five. Yeah, for real. Absolutely. Even they if you put him five, that's fine. But he's an he's an awesome coach. But I mean, to say that they're one of the weakest one seeds to me is just wild. Like, I I don't understand where that's coming from outside of them just being forgotten about because they lost their best player. That's all. I mean, that's all it was. But yeah. they continued to win and grind, and they were gritty. And they're the one seed. So you lose your best player and you're the one seed. How is that? That's more of a positive than a negative. And you just got your – you had the extended rest now with the bye week, and you get them back. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, not for nothing, but I know we talked about this on Monday. Look at Dallas. They had their whole team. They're that's a, good, a, that's they're a, a good negative football team. Yeah, that's a negative impact that they have their whole team and they lost to a worse team. So I'm not with that. No, they're a good football team. They're just not flashy. Nobody, like, you don't see, like, big plays out of them. They just play old-school football. Yep. That's all. They run the fucking football. And play action. To go back with Vrabel, he's brilliant. Look what he did to uh, the Patriots two years ago when they had when they were doing the offsides to keep the clock running. He pulled a Belichick on Belichick. Yeah, and not even that. Like, how about the game that uh, against the Ravens? Lamar Jackson coming off the MVP season. Oh, yeah, He was yeah, unstoppable. Yeah. I saw, he I was seen it last week. He was unstoppable. And guess what? He didn't do shit that game. They held him in check. He's not built for the playoffs. Vrabel, we he's a that. good coach. Like, I trust him in, in these moments. They're home. I, I think I saw a stat I earlier. It was I think uh, Vrabel's like 8-0 and with the Titans when having like nine days or more off or something like that. After like a bye week. I could be. Yeah. I think it was 8-0 and or something. I don't know. I think it was 9-0. and yeah. One of them. But they're eight off the buy slash extended rest. Yeah. Like they're for real, man. Like that's 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 a coaching advantage for me. That's Belichickian, sure. if you want to call it. Like Andy Reid. Like, Andy Reid's yeah, like, like unbeatable after a bye week. Yeah, but like he's not talked about because again, like they don't have that flashy player that, that grabs immediate attention. Yep. They don't. Besides Derrick Henry. He's back. He is. He's going to be a beast. Well, I think that A.J. Brown, too, who was hurt for part of this year. And Julio Jones, Great I know that you guys probably think he's a corpse, but Julio Jones being up on the other side and having his best game of the season, last, uh, his last game was his best game of the season. You got to account for that. I didn't even that. mention him. Yeah, I was going to say. I didn't even mention season, him because to me, like, yeah. He for 20 yards. Yeah, like, I'm off him. Like, he's, he's what he is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's, rewrite he's an A.J. Green. I don't even know if he's AJ Green. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you might be right. Like Julio's been quiet as hell. Yeah, he's a little but, bit non-factor. That, but saying, though, he had his best game. Bro, they played the Texans. It don't matter. They almost lost that game. 28-25. Just trying to say that you got to account for that, and you know, if you got those playmakers plus you got Derrick Henry, this, I mean, the Titans' offense could also break out too. You know, this is, I mean. Look at last year. They were firing on all cylinders when they had the whole unit together. So um, it's been a while since we've seen them as a full unit. I'm actually curious to see. You know, the play action should be a lot better. That was that was how this team thrived last year. They, they lost in the, the first round last year, right? And they dominated in play action. Did the Titans so lose in the first Ryan round? Hill to be a little better too. The Ravens beat them. Right? Mike, do you know if the uh, Ravens beat the Titans in the first round last year? I think they did. It was a rematch, and the Ravens won that time. I'm pretty sure. They ain't gonna be no Because the, the Titans had the Ravens' number the first time around. That was two years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, they lost to the Ravens, 20 to 13 in a wild card. Yep. Damn. It don't matter right. about last season. They're a good football team this year, and that's the fucking bottom line. You guys could pick against them. I don't really give a shit. Right. I know that's where you guys are leaning, but you don't know just, anything. Let's call don't it assume. What it is. Don't assume. I'm not assuming shit. Okay. Tighten the fuck up, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, it's Titans minus four. I just checked the line again. Okay. Um, who wants to start off here? You want to go, pals? Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care, cause I'm picking the upset. Uh huh. He assumed correct. He of assumed course. correct. I, I just, it's energy. The Bengals are going to win this game. Okay. I feel bad because wow. I like Grable and I like Tannehill, but they're going down. Burrow's having a special season, and he, he belongs here, and it's his moment, and he's going to win. He's the better quarterback. Okay. Well, we know where Nick's going to go. Nick, why yeah. don't you tell us? I'm going tighten up, and I'm, I'm taking them both ways. It's To oh, me, I, I, I just uh, – they're home. Vrabel's awesome coming off a bye. Tannehill, he's quietly had the, he's been playing a little bit better uh, down the stretch. Um, I think AJ Brown's gonna have a massive game. I'm gonna sprinkle some shit on them hmm. on the uh, touchdown prop anytime score on AJ Brown. I think Derrick Henry's coming back is gonna be major. The crowd's gonna be in it. Remember, there is fans in the stand. It's gonna be loud as shit there, bro. It was loud so, in Cincy. He was home. This is a different element. Uh-huh. This is divisional round of the playoffs. Yep. This is where a hard-nosed football team is going against a young quarterback. I'm taking the hard-nosed football team. They are built for this weather. They are built for the moment. They're coming. They're winning. And that's the bottom line. See you in the AFC Championship game. Tighten up, motherfuckers. You want to put a salad on that? Yeah. Oh. Deal. Let's go. Deal. We haven't had a bet on this show in a couple weeks. Good. I'm looking Damn. forward to it. Right. Chicken Caesar, extra grated cheese, no tomatoes. Yeah. And you can hold the croutons, too. Yo, save this clip. <laughs> I got you. Save this clip. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I think I empty that you might have Wow. 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 Okay, Mike, did oh. make your pick, please. We got to get moving. <laughs> I think that Nick might have been misinterpreting me. I've been going. I've been giving a little bit of preview on both sides here. Tighten up, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. Tighten up. Damn. Okay. Blue. Okay. Right. I wasn't I expecting tight- that. Neither was I, actually, because I'm an island boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Titans, but I also have the Titans on the spread. Um, I think the toughest part of this game is not whether that they'll win, but both of these teams are 10-7 and 7 against the spread this year. The toughest part is that the Bengals have been fighting all year, and I do think that they'll be able to keep this close the whole game. Um, but the Titans, I mean, the other thing is the Bengals' offensive line is mediocre at best. They've been patching it up there, and uh, – They've been masking it with great quarterback play and great playmakers. I think the Titans are going to come out here and they're going to impress. And um, I think they're going to be able to put something together on the defensive side to throw Burrow some looks. And I got to go Titans here. But I wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. The Titans have been that team, though. They show up in these games all year. So, surprise. (laughs) Yeah, this it's it could go either way, dude. Honestly, it really can. I just I'm I'm rolling with the tight uh the Bengals and I'm gonna enjoy a salad. 
on Monday night. Nice salad. <laughs> you still owe me a yeah, couple salads. Way. I'm down one. You're down one? Uh-huh. Or, I, or are you down two? No, I got one back with the bills and the... Uh, oh, that's payments. right. Okay. All right. So uh, this is like a double or nothing. Yeah. Sweet. And you're going to be nothing. Yeah, I still owe you guys well, nothing salad too. slash uh, Manco Manco pizza, but... Um, we'll get to that. Oh, all yeah. right. He's, he's meals so, on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I want to bet with Mike. I want to bet with Mike, dude. I can get free meals for the week. He's meals on wheels. I love it. Yeah, he's like Mr. Coddington at Blackwood. Oh, shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, fam. Come on. We ain't doing that. We can't be doing that. You guys had some catching up. I, I let you back in. It is what it is, you know? So, Appreciate I don't know it. if you guys knew this, by the way. The highest selling ticket for the weekend is this game. This game is the highest selling ticket. Who would have thought that? Anyway, it is time to move on to the next one. This is the night game. All right, 8.15 p.m. on Fox. You got 49ers at Packers. Packers minus five and a half. Wow. I mean, this That's is a, a rivalry game. And, and by the way, this doesn't get enough press. Does anyone even remember the fact that the 49ers passed on hometown boy slash 49er fan Aaron Rodgers back in the day? They could have had Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers has not forgotten that. I saw that clip resurface yesterday, and I'm like, you know what? It's not getting talked about. But anyway, these teams have had some good matchups, so let's start it off. I'm going to go to Nick Theories here first for this one. Well... This is going to be, this is a very difficult matchup for uh, Green Bay. This is probably like their worst matchup, possibly coming off the bye. Um, what Green Bay's weakness is and how to beat them is to run the football. They are probably one of the worst teams in the league against the run. 31st, I think. Yes. Well, what does 20, San Fran do uh, best? Yeah. What does San Fran do they're best? Run. They run the football. They're running, they're, they're running right down their throat. So if they could do that, they can establish getting seven yards or a carry, uh, starting off hot, starting in front of the sticks instead of behind, you know, like second and nine. If you can avoid that in, in Green Bay, I think they're going to be in good shape. I think Debo Samuels, the X Factor, he's been lighting everybody up this year. It doesn't matter. Teams are game planning to stop him, but they can't because he's too fast. He's electric. He, he, just, he just knows how to maneuver around the football field and, and, and create space. Um, so, and, and the Niners do a good job of, of getting him the ball. They get him, you know, they get him involved and, uh, IU's been playing extremely well as well. Um, so I look, I, I think, uh, I think the, I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, can he, can he play mistake free football? Because the Niners defense, their pass rush is very good. So if he can get the ball. Is yeah, Bosa was Bosa, cleared. Yeah, Bosa is clear, and he's a, he's been. That's a. Uh, he's that's a beast. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's. He's a straight up beast. Like, call it what you call it what you want. That motherfucker is coming, and uh, the Niners, their pass rushes, their strength on their defense, and uh, I mean, I think their their secondary is a little weak, but I think what hides their secondary is their pass rush. So, um, and they have Fred Warner, who's fucking beast. Monster. Is he, he is he cleared. is he act is he cleared? Yep, he's clear. He's, he's playing. He's he's a monster. Um so but for Green Bay, they gotta they gotta they, they gotta be balanced too on offense. They can't they can't just rely on Aaron's arm in the cold. 
Um, they have to be able to run the ball, and A.J. Dillon is probably going to be the the, uh, the running back for Green Bay tonight. So, um, but overall, I look for a close game. I don't know why the line is minus five and a half. Uh, I think that's kind of a bit much. I think San Fran has been playing really well. Um, the matchup is scary for Green Bay. So the five and a half for me is a little weird. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's like really my final thoughts on that. So, yeah, for me, uh, much of the same. I mean, it's going to be like six degrees tonight. Yeah. For tip off, which it's highly insane. benefits the the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers is under <clears throat> immense pressure. Um, he's 0-3 against the 49ers yeah. in the playoffs. Good so, stat. I mean, I don't know how uh, I don't know how much impact that's going to have tonight. But that's, a, you know, that's a, a stat to look at. He just doesn't perform well against them. They eliminated him in the first round, back-to-back years, 2012, 2013. Um, but I think they need to establish the run, too. And for me, the, the X factor in this game is Jimmy G. Um, can Jimmy G play mistake-free football and not, give a, and not give the Packers points? You know, like that horrible interception he threw against Dallas that almost put them back in the game. They just couldn't, um, you know, they couldn't pounce on the opportunity. Yeah. But, like, if Jimmy G comes out and throws 15 passes and they keep the and you know they run the ball with Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel and you know they do little slants to Ayuk they could hang in this game um I'm with you on that line that line's weird to me also but I have a little bit different of a theory and I'll explain it when we do our game picks in a couple minutes but I don't I just like is this Mike theories yeah but for me like with the Packers Love I it. don't I don't see how there's anything going the 49ers way Outside of like their run game, but to me that's not even that's not really swaying me. It's it's freezing cold out. It's freezing. Like this benefits the Packers. And you know me, uh, I was in Green Bay, 2013 when with Chip Kelly when Mark Sanchez got blown off of that field. That cold in Green Bay is different. It's not like cold up here. It is frigid down there. And you got a team coming from California. So uh, I see this benefits the Packers all the way around. And, you know, when we get to our picks, I'll explain a little bit more in depth. But I don't really see – I don't – I don't know. I'm not there with the 49ers. Well, here's here's the matchup of the day for me, all right? David Bakhtiari is probably playing as well. So you got Bosa versus Bakhtiari. That's probably the matchup of the day that's going to dictate much of how this game goes. Because for me, if this becomes a scoring contest and the Packers get heated up early – I mean, Aaron Rodgers has nine straight games in the playoffs with multiple touchdown passes. So if they get started early, I can't see the 49ers being able to keep up with a passing game that's averaging literally 149 yards a game. Okay, so that's the first thing. The Niners have to come out and they have to take this thing early. Um, they have a phenomenal rushing offense, and they always do. Um, so I'm not. I'm not really sure. Like I get that the cold. You know, the Packers are used to it, but that would also favor a good run game. So if the Niners want to get out to a good start, they have to continue running the ball with Elijah Mitchell, who doesn't get enough love. And then you have Debo Samuel, who's your, you know, your Swiss Army knife. you got to get them going early. Um, but the other, the other thing is this. So the Packers get Zadarius Smith back, who excellent pass rusher. I mean, he's a Pro Bowl-level pass rusher. So there's the other matchup on the other side. Can the 49ers neutralize him? Um, Jair, Jair Alexander is going to be back. This is a top five corner. 
on the Packers. The Packers' defense, their pass defense has been phenomenal without him. Now you get him back. So this just screams to the point where, like, the Packers, if you guess, you know, if it gets if it gets out to, you know, Packers 10 nothing lead, it's going to be really tough for the 49ers to keep up. Um, that's how I'm feeling about this game. It's just that, like, the Packers are going to score points. That's what they do. So can the 49ers get to it first? That's how I'm looking at it. And they're a good team. It's just that it's, you know, they have an opportunity here, though. They do. They're, they've been playing great football. They've been winning games against good teams. So I'm not going to discount them. The line is a little juicy, but the Packers have been the best team all year. It's now time for them to prove it. It's time to prove it. This is a legacy game right here. This could be the end of an era if the Packers don't win this game. So I expect them to come out firing. Let me ask you guys a question. If the Niners win the toss, do you receive the ball or do you receive it at halftime? Um, for me, I would receive the ball because I would try and punch him in the mouth first. I'm with you yeah, on that. I, I would do the same. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it's – a and this game, yes. It's like we're when you play certain opponents, you want to do that. But when you play other opponents, you want to actually receive it at halftime. So after halftime. Generally, if I feel like I like the, that better. If you're the away team, I would defer and get the ball back at halftime. But in this case, with the matchup with the with the difference in the teams and the style of play, the 49ers, know, they should know that they have to score first, fast, and get going. That's well, momentum think, and stuff like well, that. Well, here's the yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Momentum. And the fact that being six degrees is that, okay, if it's the mental factor, right? Like, if if the 49ers get off to a 13 nothing lead where they had a touchdown, they score a touchdown on the, on the opening drive, and then, you know, they score another touchdown, and it's 14 nothing. the mental factor of being cold as hell and being down 14 nothing at home, that could really weigh down Great the Packers, point. and that could actually really, like, like really changed the whole Great magnitude point. of the game. So for me, I'm I'm taking the ball. I'm yeah. with you. No, I would 100% take it. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think twice about that. Espe like I said, especially for the 49ers in in this particular game, they do not defer. Yes. No way. I'm with you. 49ers first. That could dictate the entire way this game goes. Honestly. Absolutely, Mike. I mean, flip side of it, the Packers score. They get going at home. They they're just not going to stop. That's how this team has been. Um, and, and they're all – I mean, they're going to be down MVS in this game. But, I mean, they've they've had a revolving door at wide receiver two the entire year or the last few years. So, they score points regardless. They're going to score points. You got Aaron Jones. You got A.J. Dillon. Um, it's a good duo there. They also – I mean, this is another thing. They have to they have to get going with their run game because um, they've been a little up and down this year. It's not that they don't have the talent, but they, they just – they 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 really need to make a concerted effort is what I'm trying to say. So um, before we get into picks though, guys, I got two questions, one on both sides here. Right? If the 49ers win this game, should Jimmy G remain the starting QB for them next year, and you keep Trey Lance on on, on the bench again? That's the first question. If he wins this game, so Jimmy G wins game or you could say that's not enough i need to see another one but i'm i'm asking you for you if jimmy g wins this one they beat the one seeded packers in lambeau is this enough for you to say he deserves to be the starting qb next year 
Yeah, most definitely for me. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes benefited sitting behind uh, Alex Smith for a year. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three years. Steve Young sat behind Montana for four years, I think, or three years, something like that. So there are benefits to do that. But if Jimmy G goes to Lambeau and knocks off the number one seed Packers, how do you put in Trey Lance? How do you do that? I don't, I, I don't see that. Unless, I mean, here's the only other thing that you could say. If Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch really believe in Trey Lance, at that moment, Jimmy Garoppolo's value will never be higher. I mean, the Eagles got a first for Sam Bradford. Right. Yeah. When Teddy Bridgewater went down, because teams get desperate like that, like a team like the Panthers, a team like the Steelers. So his value will never be higher. However, to me, I don't, I don't know why you, you would do that. He would be in an NFC Championship game again. He was, he was in a Super Bowl. So something's there with him. But do you think that he possibly has hit his ceiling as a, as a quarterback? Like maybe he's not the guy that can actually go win you the Super Bowl. I mean, like he can get you there, cool. But can well, he actually close the deal? Is he is he that dynamic quarterback that can actually make the throws, the big time throws? When you got wide receivers like Debo Samuel, IU, uh, you got Kittle as your tight end that we didn't talk about. That it's he's fucking a monster. So my thing is. History says no because he missed that throw to Emmanuel Sanders, which really could change a lot of shit. That changed history. A lot of stuff, for real. However, I think he could win a Super Bowl with with this team. I really do because I think he can make the throws that you have to make. He's, he's a, not going to wow game you. Manager. He's not yeah. going to wow you. But you can't tell me that he's that like you know he's that far off of a game managing Alex Smith. No, he's a starting quarterback in his, in his league. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you can make an argument he's a franchise quarterback. He's been to yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah, he has. And he brought this team back when they were when they were uh, under 500 in the beginning of the year. <laughs> and they beat, weathered the storm. And beat Dallas on the road. Yeah. So my thing with Dallas that, talented. <clears throat> my thing with that is, is like I don't, I don't understand why he get he gets no love. And not for nothing, but Kyle Shanahan has a history now of blowing big games. Yeah. The Patriots and the Super Bowl. He had leads in those games. So I mean, you have to look at Kyle Shanahan a little bit. Yeah. You ha- yeah. And when I agree. Jimmy Garoppolo was out. You know, they were like, I mean, ever since that Super Bowl up until this year, they were 18 and I think like 35. That's coaching, man. Right. Come on. I agree. Good point. You know, I see real quick before before I ask Nick the same question, I actually see a good comment here from David Pasillo. All right. He says, if Jimmy G wins this game and they win, the 49ers win uh, not in spite of him. All right. Then he's the man. Interesting. Interesting. But Nick, Tom also said you... Kittle can scratch his sister's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Godfar says Jimmy G will be leaving the Niners. So it looks like a you know a mix of comments here. I wanted to point this out though. We're getting some really good comments today. Nick, how are you feeling about this though? Same same as Paul's. Yeah, I, the- I mean more or less the same. Uh, my only question would be like, is is can he actually win me the Super Bowl? Like that's really my only question. I mean, like when you have a loaded team that they have, like I feel like ten and seven was kind of underwhelming for them. For me, you know what I mean. Like if you put an Aaron Rodgers on that team, but they're having the number one seat, especially with that running game and those wide receivers. Like for me, like it's just the dynamic of quarterback. He's he's a good game manager. Who? Jimmy G. Oh yeah, like he yeah, totally. Like can, yeah. can he win a Super Bowl? I think he can, but if he doesn't win it this year, then like is he ever gonna win it? I mean, like how big is his window? 
Yeah, I mean, that's it's a, t- yeah, it's a, it's a tough question. That's man, the thing. Yeah, he, like that's a tough question. He's been so, to a Super Bowl and they were in that. But game. then again, they don't have any other options. Like if they had, if, if they have uh, Aaron Rodgers knocking at the door, then of course I would move. I would move on. Yeah. But if I can't find anybody better, then no, I, I would keep him. Like if unless I think that Trey Lance is that guy. And if he is that guy, then I feel like he would have been playing when they were struggling in, like, you know, during the season I'm early the same, on. I'm the same way. So, like, where was he at when they were struggling? Like, I feel like they would have made a, a, you know, a quarterback switch. The fact that they didn't just tells me that he wasn't ready. So, is he is he not ready or is he just like, fuck, man, like, maybe we just drafted the wrong guy. You know, like, maybe we made a mistake. Who knows? You know, so, I don't know. Um, if he wins his game, I, I probably, I would keep him. Easily. Yeah, I mean, like, who who's your other options? I mean, not for nothing. If you can upgrade, yeah, sure, I, I I'd, I'd upgrade. But if if I can't, then I keep them. Like, who you got? Actually, I mean, dice. I think both you guys made phenomenal points. First of all, Paul's with the uh, the other QBs who've sat for years um, as protégés, let's say, learning behind an established starter, and it seems to have worked out. Um, Nick, on the other hand, you know, we kind of know. Who Jimmy is. Um, that's where I was going to go with it, actually, myself. I like the thing is, we've seen it, we've seen him for years now. We know who he is, we know what he can and can't do. He's not going to go out and outright win you a game with his arm. He can keep you in the game, uh, but he's not going to actually go out and win you that game. And he's had the opportunity to do it, and he didn't do it. So it's not that you can't win with him, but He's not going to be the main reason that you win a game. So me knowing that I'm ready to move on, I'm going to cash in on this guy regardless. If he wins this game, I might be able to cash in on a you know late one or an early second-round pick for this guy, which is, you know, if you said that to me earlier in the season, I would have told you you're fucking crazy. So If he wins this game, for, you're getting a one for him. For me, I'm, I'm going to cash in right here. I'm going to collect a one, and I'm going to let the guy who I thought – I'm going to build around for the future. I'm going to let him take over. And and for the record, every team's philosophy differs with this. So the 49ers pretty much have been on record saying that they were going, they wanted him to learn behind Jimmy G the whole year. So I'm going to leave it at that. Like I, I, I think though that he showed us that he could play in his limited action. I just think that they always were going to turn this team back over to Jimmy and then they got hot so they had no choice but to keep him in in the starting lineup. So I'm cashing in. That's what I'm doing. But on the flip side, guys, so Aaron Rodgers, this is the interesting part here. I mean, everybody knows the offseason drama with the Packers, you know, the last dance shit. So if the Packers lose this game, does that seal the deal and Aaron Rodgers is going to leave? Or does Aaron Rodgers stay? And it, it's probably going to be his decision, by the way. So do you think Aaron Rodgers stays with the Packers if they lose this game? Um, I think he either stays in Green Bay or retires. I don't think he, I don't think he's going to another team, to be honest. Um, wow. If they lose this game, dude, I, I would probably say right now, I would think like 55-45 that he would retire. What makes you say that? That's just a that's just a vibe I get for him. Like I feel like he's playing his ass off this year. He's playing like he has something to prove. <clears throat> but I don't like 
But what does that mean, though? Like, he has something to prove. Like, what if he like he's playing hard for to prove what? He'll just retire? No, no, no. I think that he's playing hard because he wants to get back. It's almost like he's playing with a vengeance against his own, the owner and stuff like that for, you know, he had to make the demand to get Randall Cobb back. Yeah. And to me, like with Rodgers, he's been more outspoken this year on a, you know, a plethora of, of things. I love it. Yeah, no, so do I. I love I. it. So do I. I I'm became, a fan of I it. I became a fan of him this year. Yeah. Um, But with, I just, that's just a vibe I get for him. And I don't know, like, how are you going to get better than what you've been the last three years? Number one seeds, you're one in four in NFC Championship games. If you don't get there again, I mean, or you get there and you lose to Tom Brady again, if if they, they beat the Rams, or even if you lose to Matt Stafford, you're one in five in NFC Championship games. At that point, it's like, all right, you know, I, I don't know. It wouldn't even shock me if he won the Super Bowl and retired. That's just the vibe that I get from him is that, like, he's kind of over it. But my thing is, like, all right, what is Green Bay weak at? I mean, like, if if, if he goes to another team, what team is actually constructed better? That's what I'm saying. It, 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 and I, I don't know why he would The leave. Niners? I think he was just pissed at the front office uh, making mean, certain draft selections or not involving him in the process. Because, really, he doesn't have it any better anywhere else. I mean, I guess um, you could say, Mike, like, and Nick, if he went to the 49ers, I mean, you have Debo Samuel. He's not better than Devontae Adams, but he's more uh, more versatile, I guess you could say. But it, it, I, I would have a hard time saying that he would be better playing with Debo Samuel than Devontae Adams. I agree with that. If that but I, he would have more <sighs> weapons there. That's fair, but I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think uh, – is Iuke that much different than MVS or Lazard or Cobb at this point? I, I don't know. What if Brady retires and he goes to Tampa? I mean, they wouldn't be as good. It's 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 Tom Brady, dude. We need this. We need it. He's different. Make argue. You could have your fun arguments with Rodgers and Peyton and Montana. Brady's a different animal, dude. That's it's not. It's not. It's not. What if he goes to the Colts? Hmm. That would be amazing too. But then again, it's Michael Pittman and Devontae Adams. Like you have the best wide receiver in football, dude. If you're having trouble getting it done there, yeah. But the Colts would get another wide uh, another wide receiver. Maybe. Too, but I, and I wouldn't even be worried about it. the receiving group. I'd be like, "Oh shit, that's the best offensive line in football." Sign me up. I think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I think I he's think coming he back. Is too. I think, I think regardless of the result, I think he's coming back. I, I I think they really patched some things up, you know, throughout the year. Uh, apparently, from he's been open on uh, Pat McAfee's show uh, podcast. Um, he's been saying, you know, like. Him and Green Bay have kind of patched things up a little bit. You know, they're getting better and stuff. So, um, I feel like Green Bay is going to do the right thing. They're going to give him full control of everything after the, you know, from this season on. So, I think he does have control and some say. Like, he got Randall Cobb back. However, like, it's small wins like that that build the the trust factor and, you know, just, like, the ownership. You're not going to give somebody, like, the fucking full keys to the, to the car. You're gonna have to show him around. You know what I mean? Like, so I think he's he's starting to taste it a little bit. But then I think after this season, you know, I think in free agency he'll have a lot like a lot more say as opposed to last year because that's when you know all this drama was you know taking place. So however, a big beef. The relationship is good because they're winning. Right. How's the relationship going to be if they lose tonight? Well, here's or the they, thing. Or they lose, or they don't win the Super Bowl. Here's the thing. How's though, the relationship? But here's the thing. It depends on how they lose. Like if they lost. If they lose how they lost against the Bucks last year, where where, where like Rodgers didn't go for it on fourth down, then he's out. I think I, I think he's rolling out. What if they lose how they lost to Seattle on that onside kick? <laughs> I mean, 
I, 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 I it's it's an interesting dynamic to talk about. I'm I mean, to too. lose on an onside kick is different than than losing by not going for it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, kicking the field goal. I mean, but who's to say? Like, I mean, who's to say? Even if they went for it, they would have they would have gotten it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying hypothetically, it gives them an, an extra chance to yeah. win the football game. No, I'm totally. You know with what I mean? You. But like, like I said, he it depends just, on how they lose. Yeah, he's just been he's been a little different this year. I love it. I love the the new Aaron Rodgers. It's the best, quote unquote. It's awesome. I fucking love it. Yeah, so do I. I just I don't I don't know, I don't know. Like I said, he has a lot yeah. of pressure on his shoulders. Yeah. <clears throat> For me, guys, it all depends on if they lose, it's how they lose. If it's another controversial loss like last year, where you decide to kick when you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, I think he's out, and I think he's going to go play somewhere else. But otherwise, I think the situation has been mended enough for him to remain. Um, so it would depend on how they lose. If they lost and they played a good game, then I think he'll wind up staying. So I definitely don't think he's going to retire. Paul, if that happens, fuck, you need to go. You need to go play the lottery or something. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be insane. But you can't really rule it out because he's mentioned it in the past. So you can't really rule it out. So. <laughs> oh Tom my God, Duck. Tom Duck. Tom Duck. If your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. What the fuck? What does that mean? He's got the hangies. And 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 uh, <laughs> what's that mean? In terms of what? Of what? Of what uh, was said? We were saying if about. I think he was referring to the losses. Like we were saying, if they go for it on fourth down, oh. if the onside. Well, of course. Happen. I mean, we're just playing the what if factor. Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, <laughs> it's time to make our picks because we got to move on to the Sunday games. So, guys. The line is still five and a half. So it's Packers minus five and a half. Tell me what you think. Uh, I am taking the Packers both ways. Um, as I said a few minutes ago with that spread, that spread is high. And to me, it looks like they're begging you to bet the 49ers because everyone's first instinct when they look at that is like, oh my God, five and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, I mean... Look at to me, it comes down to quarterback play, and the gap between Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers is significant. And I, I think the Packers are going to win this game, and I think they're going to cover. And that's just it screams to me the way that line is is they're begging you to bet San Francisco, and I think that's a bad bet tonight. Yeah, Nick Deary. Yeah, the line scares the hell out of me. That's the thing about it. Um, I am opposite of you. I think. I think, well, I think Green Bay is going to win. I think Green Bay is going to win the game, but I think the the the, uh, the 49ers are going to cover the spread. I think this game is going to come down to a field goal. What do you think the score is going to be, roughly? I think 20s? it's going to be about 28-25. Shit. Weird game. It's going to be a weird game. It's going to come down to a turnover um, <clears throat> by Jimmy G. And I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to cash in, and then that's going to be it. Damn. Yeah. I think I, like I, I I think just 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 there's just no way Aaron Rodgers is losing. I, I just don't see him line. losing at home. You know what I mean? Like in this spot, there's I just no don't way. see it. I I don't see it. I don't. And I think I'm like gonna... I think like his personality of him being like open and just more relaxed, I think is actually like helped him play better. He's free. He's free. Like he's like, he doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like he's just playing his game. He's having fun. He's loving it. And uh, I just don't see him losing. He fell in love with himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's For not judging himself. Reason, <laughs> I can also 
Don't judge Oops. yourself. <laughs> Everybody listening out there, don't judge yourself. <laughs> Episode title. It's real. So for the reason, though, Nick, and also just because I think there's something different about this team. I mean, they went through, you know, they'd be getting back to their third straight NFC Championship game, all right? There's something different this year. It's like this team almost took something away from last year, and there's there's a different sort of motivation. You've got to get over the Tom Brady wall. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's there's something here. There's it, It's a different feel. It's a different vibe for me. So, for that exact reason, I got the Packers both ways. I think they're going to come out and they're going to make a statement. I don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything, but um, – I think that they're gonna they're gonna at least cover the spread. They're gonna win by a touchdown. So there's that. All right. Now we'll move on to Sunday. Philly Phil, change it up for me. Let's go. There you go. That is. <laughs> you can't even hear it, but yeah, you, you just gotta <laughs> keep going. <laughs> it's all good. All right, guys. Sunday games, this one, I mean, these games are amazing. These are the two best games on the slate, in my opinion. All right? Oh, yeah. We got another rematch. Part of my son in the background. All right? I'm a father. It is what it is. All right? It's all good. We got we got Rams at Bucks. Bucks minus 3, 3 p.m. NBC. This is a rematch from earlier in the season. The Rams won the first time. Okay? Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Go ahead, Pauls. You start us off. All right. So for me, the X factor in this game is not a player. It is Sean McVay. Um, can he stay within his game plan and not get roped into playing Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles' game plan? If he could do, if he could coach the way he coached against the Cardinals, keep Matt Stafford around 20 passes, you know, 25 passes max, run the ball with Cam Akers, and do what they were doing, even though they're missing Whitworth now, which is protecting Stafford's blindside, which is a big loss. Uh, I think that the the <clears throat> the Rams have a chance, but it's gonna it's gonna depend. Can Todd Bowles dictate what Sean McVay does on offense? So that's that's where I'm at with that game. I think that's gonna be a great game too. Um, but for me, it, that this is gonna be a total game of coaching, and 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 that's it. It's gonna be who could who can you know get one up on the other. Nick Theories. The bottom line is they're not playing the Cardinals. They're playing the fucking Bucks. And one person has Tom Brady. Facts. One team's going to make adjustments. <coughs> the other team didn't. That's the difference. And the Bucks are going to make adjustments in the game. And I like your X factor with, with McVay because he does. he's going to have to adjust. Because when you got Brady, he's going to adjust his game plan. They always do it. Him and Bruce Arians are going to cook up something at halftime and they're going to adjust. And they might even adjust sooner, depending on how the game goes. You know, if like the Rams are getting a lot of pressure, you know, from that from that front because Tristan, uh, Tristan Wirfs is out. Josh Wells last week was getting blown off the fucking ball by uh, uh, Ryan Kerrigan. So he's going to have a long day with, you know, go against Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and then boys, Von Miller. Um, it's going to be... That's going to be really the X factor is the Bucks offensive line versus the Rams defensive line. That is the game. That's the game. If if the Bucks get pressure, I mean, if the Bucks, if the Rams get pressure on Brady, that's how you beat him. You got to get pressure within the pocket. You want him to escape. But if you get pressure up the middle and you throw him off his timing, it's it, it could be a long day for Brady. 
but Tom Brady gets the ball out so fucking fast that it kind of negates it in a way. For sure. You know, so that's going to be the X factor for me is can Tom Brady, does Tom Brady have that relationship with Tyler Johnson as he did with AB in terms of routing and knowing where to go and being being accurate and being precise on the, on, on the, uh, the uh, route running uh, tree that Tyler Johnson has. Like, you got to be able to be at the spot. Brady's got to trust you. Does he trust his guys that haven't played all year with Brady, usually? So that's going to be another factor, too. So for me, it's going to come down to the trenches, and this game is going to be fucking amazing. Let me ask you a question. Going back to what we were just talking about in the game before, if you're the Niners and you win the toss, what do you do? I have my theory, but I'm just I'm curious on you, and I'm going to ask you also, Mike. What you mean? Are you deferring or are you taking the ball first if you're the Rams? I am deferring. Okay. So am I. Because I think that... Because my offense is, is, is just as good as the Bucks, if not better. I have the... All right. We're on the same wave then. What about you, Mike? Honestly, guys, I think that this is going to be a high-scoring affair either way. And it don't matter to me. I'm always of, of the fact, though, that I think if you can establish momentum when you're on the road, you go for it. So if you think... It depends on how you view your team. If the Rams believe that the offense is the best part of their team, then you give the ball to the offense, you establish the momentum early, and you go for it. So I'm not going to make that decision for them because I think it's not going to matter ultimately. I think this is going to be, you know, relatively high-scoring game. We're going to probably reach the 30s. Um, 30s. But, by the <laughs> way, there's there's no confirmation that Werfs is out yet or Cyril Grayson. Um Grayson, Wirfs, Jensen, they're all questionable with a chance to play. Yeah, you're Whitworth, right. You're right. Whitworth isn't out. Well, Wirf, Wirf was questionable. He's highly que he's he's very unlikely to play. Oh, okay. But he is questionable. So he's out. He ruled out. He's he's not <laughs> right. playing. So for me, the X factor is this. I mean, you can you can kind of call this trenches overall, but for me, offensive line play is the X factor because the thing we know about both of these teams is they can rush the passer. So uh, we have been talking about the Rams when, when these teams first matched up and then the Rams went out and they acquired Von Miller. The thing that the Rams have is the thing that you – like two elite pass rushers there. This is the way you beat Tom Brady. So when they went out and did this, it was like, okay, the Rams could be a scary team for the Bucs. And it seems like everything is going their direction right now uh, in comparison. You know, the Bucks just, they're shorthanded everywhere. I mean, they are going to get Fournette back, it looks like. So, for me, it's it's the pass rush versus the offensive line is going to dictate this entire game because that is the way that you do beat Tom Brady. That doesn't mean they're going to do it, though. Like Nick said, he gets the ball out fast. Um, if, if I were to pick another X factor, I'm going with Leonard Fournette. Plain and simple, because the Bucks this year and last year, in the playoffs last year, when they established the run, and Tom Brady, he's going to pick you apart either way, but if you give Tom Brady a run game on top of that, they're just they're just going to dominate you, and they're going to be able to blitz you because uh, they're going to be leading. So, you know, and then it's also Tom Brady versus Matthew Stafford. I think that we all know who has the advantage there. But this this should be a good game. It should be a good game. 
And uh, so, who does have the advantage? I have a weird, I have a weird reference here. You know what this reminds me of? I'm gonna make a basketball reference. This reminds me of the Warriors versus the Rockets, where the Rockets were just as good as the Warriors, but they just the Warriors had one thing that the Rockets didn't have: Steph Curry. And that's exactly how I feel with the Bucks and the Rams. The Rams don't have Tom Brady, and that's what it comes down to for me. The Rams are right there. They're just as good, if not more talented. Than the hey. Bucks, you're prob- they probably are more talented because single because of Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Whose whose offense is better right now? The, overall, the Rams. Overall, it is the Rams. But in these moments, Tom Brady. This is where Tom Brady made his legendary name. So I still I have to roll Tom Brady in these moments until I see something that tells me otherwise. And Stafford hasn't been here yet, so you know that oh. again. That's pressure too. Right now, the Rams roster, given the Bucks injuries and the players that they lost, like A.B., uh, and right now, the Rams roster is probably better on paper. But the Bucks have Tom Brady, they got Bruce Arians, they got Byron Leftwich, and then they got Ty Bowles, all right? Look what they did last year. The coaching, the game planning, the quarterback – the leadership, it made a massive difference last year. That's the only way that you take a brand new team, essentially, because that's what they were last year. That's the only way that you take a team to the top in the first year that they have Tom Brady. It's it's a combination of all those factors. And they're still there. So I think that they have the advantage at quarterback and coaching. Now, the Rams roster, though, you know, the talent and stuff, the Rams roster is better at this moment, given the Bucks' injuries and and everything else going on over there. Right. So like, on paper, it, this game makes no sense for the Bucks. Like it, it, it makes no sense. The Rams, it, on paper, the Rams are much better than the Bucks right now. They're healthier. That's it. They're just healthier. They're just a healthier team. And shout out Odell Beckham. Why? He's been playing. He's been playing great. He's been playing great. He deserves. It. He's got nine touchdowns in six games. He's a good teammate. He is. Baker Mayfield and had us tricked thinking he was washed up. <laughs> Dead ass though. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Remember this name, Cam Fucking Acres. Right? How did he look? Cam Acres. I mean, this is in- incredible what he's doing off an Achilles injury to have that kind of burst right now. He is literally. He changes everything. He would have been my other X factor. Okay. He is, I mean, he's, he looked exceptional last week. And, I mean, we had already talked about him on P&I enough. I think he was headed for a major year this year, and he's going to cement his status. If he has another good game here, he's going to cement his status as a, a high pick in fantasy. You know, not that we're talking fantasy here, but I'm just saying he definitely makes a difference. And, he ha- I mean, it's not just as a runner, but you saw that big 40-yard catch. Um, the guy is is just another weapon. And, you know, you got Cooper Cup, too. Can they establish Cooper Cup in this game? Because the Bucs do have their secondary back. Uh, David Pasillo mentioned this. I saw this in the comments. That's a good mention. The Bucs secondary is the healthiest they've been all year. Um, so, you know, can you establish Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham against that secondary? Because the, Ram- the Rams, I mean, it. This is a game. This is a game where the offenses are going to score points. There's no way around it. It's just a matter of, you know, can you force a turnover on either side of the ball? Can you can you sack the quarterback? Can you force turnovers? And 
one side I feel more confident in than the other, and that is I think that the Rams are going to turn the ball over one to two times in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if if the Bucks turn it over once too, but I think the Bucks have the advantage in that department. I think they're going to be cleaner with the football in this game. That matters because one turnover could change the entire game here, given both of these teams. Great point, Mike. So I think that we're ready to pick this one. What do you guys think? Let's do it. A lot, of people, are, a lot of people are picking the Rams. A lot of experts uh, are picking the Rams. The Lions? I'm a fucking expert. And it makes sense. I mean, I get it. They're going off of what's on paper. They're, on paper, this game makes no sense for the Bucks. This they, is the worst matchup for the Bucks in every against every team in playoffs. Left. The worst matchup. This is next the worst to, matchup. Next to the, the Bills, maybe. With, you know, along with the Bills, I would say. This this pass rush is the worst matchup for Tom Brady and the Bucks, uh, maybe even in the playoffs. This is the one team where they are constructed to beat a Tom Brady led team, but that doesn't mean they're going to do it. And it's tough to beat that man twice. Mm-hmm. It's tough to beat that man twice. So, all right, it is Bucks minus three. The line is still. The same as earlier today, but it has been moving a little bit uh, back and forth both ways. So it's Bucks minus three, and I think I'm, I'm going to have to pass it off to Nick first here. Nick, go ahead. Give me the Bucks both ways. I think Tom Brady's getting it done. Uh, I think Keyshawn Vaughn's going to have a good game. I think he's going to run the ball. Uh, it's what are you laughing at over there? Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, I, I, I like him in the passing game. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be an X factor, especially with the you know the the pass rush coming at Brady. I think you're gonna see some screen plays. They're gonna go for for big yardage. I think. Um, so I I definitely think he's gonna have a good game. Um, I think Mike Evans is gonna score. I think he's gonna have a good game as well. Gronk's always a factor. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Bucks in this in, in this matchup uh, overall. I think the Rams are the scariest team against the Bucks, but I'm rolling with Brady at home. Um, so that's the bottom line. I think the Bucks get, oh. I think the Bucks get a turnover on, I think they get, I think they win a turnover battle. I think I, I, I that that's my uh, prediction. I like it. I like it. I am rolling with the Bucks also. Um, yeah, it's, it's Tom Brady. Um, like I said, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. It's just it's a it's a weird game for me. I feel like a lot of people are picking the Rams, like Tom Brady fell off, or something. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, Tom Brady has shown you he could win with, without without his full deck, plenty of times. So, you know what's funny about it? His ever still, since ever since AB walked off that field, he's been lighting it up. I, I know that that's weirdly that's weirdly why, quietly though. Yeah, because he wants to stick at the AB. Oh, and it's the playoffs, too, not for nothing. I mean, originally when A.B. had been out this year, they looked like a different team. But this is the playoffs. It's Tom Brady. For me, I got the Bucks both ways. And I, I also, I already said it, I think they're going to win the turnover battle. And, and I think we're going to see a rematch of last year's NFC Championship game. And it's going to be a good one, too. But we'll hold off on that. We'll talk about that uh, pending the results, I guess. So. Yep. I think it's Bucks both ways. And now I got to move us on to the last game of the slate. This could be the best game of the slate. All right. Really, Phil? 
change it up for us, all right? Hit us with some new music. And uh, here we go. Go all for right. it. <laughs> so we got Bills at Chiefs. And this line is moving like crazy. It's moving like crazy. It's all the way down to Chiefs minus one and a half. It's moved like up multiple times just in the last 24 hours. 6.30, CBS. All right, you got Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. And this is another rematch. The Bills dominated the Chiefs earlier in the season. Um, and we thought, you know, this is when we thought the Chiefs fell off a cliff. And then all of a sudden the Bills are the ones that fell off the cliff. The Chiefs turned their whole season around after this game. So this is this is another rematch. Who wants to start us off? Go ahead. Either of you. I'll go with it. Um, for me, the X factor in this game is Josh Allen. Can he replicate what he did last week? I don't think he can. I think last week was a big emotional win. I think they were playing the Patriots out of just – that's a rivalry. Mm -hmm. They hate each other. They lost that first game with Mac Jones throwing three balls in the whole game. Sean McDermott said, you know, I'm not giving Belichick that credit, things like that. Uh, then they beat them the second time and beat them the third time. I think it took a lot out of them. I think that was an emotional win. I don't like when teams dominate other teams like that. Now, I know the Chiefs did it too, but it was different. The Chiefs are just that much better than the Steelers. I don't think the Bills are that much better than the Patriots. Not 47-17 better. I just yeah. don't. Um, but for me, with the way I look at games, with the, the trends that I believe in and what I follow, this is just – I don't see – Josh Allen is literally like this. He's up and down. He has an amazing game, followed by a game that you, as a head scratcher, you have no idea what's going on. So I don't know if he could do that again. Um, and for me, it really comes down to that. If he comes out and he's anything like he was last week, the, the you know, it, the, the Bills are, they'll be tough to beat no matter who you're playing. So to me, it's all about Josh Allen in this game. And we need to be very, very mindful of this. There is no Tradarius White to cover Tyreek Hill. And in the first game when they busted them up, which I also think is working against them in this matchup, Tredarius White was there to, to, I don't want to say lock up Tariq Hill, but he was able to keep his paws on him and keep him a little bit in check. He wasn't just having his way. So that is a big, that's a big difference in this game as well. And both teams kind of hit their stride. I think the Chiefs hit their stride a little bit more. I think Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. I think Andy Reid is better than Sean McDermott. So that's, that's where I'm at with this game. I think the Bills have a lot of stuff working against them. Say, actually, this is the healthiest both sides have been in a long time. I mean, the only player who might be missing this game is Daryl Williams on the Chiefs' side, but they get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back, and uh, everyone saw Derek McKinnon reestablish himself. I would play Derek McKinnon. Hell yeah. Straight up. So would I. He is good. I think he's better. They're both going to play. I don't care. I'm just going to say, though, <laughs> uh, this is the healthiest that they've been in a long time, and obviously on the Bills' side, really the only the only one missing is Tredavious White, and he he is a top five corner, so that is something you got to account for. Um, but Nick, go ahead, take it away. For me, uh, this game is going to be about can the Bills get off to a fast start because that crowd in Arrowhead is fucking rocking, like it gets loud in there. And Tom Brady knows all about that place. And uh, so that's going to be the X factor for me is, is how can Josh Allen control the game 
by not making mistakes and letting the crowd get back into it, getting crazy. And then the Chiefs get on offense, and then they get a big play, and then and then you're rolling downhill. Yep. You got to get off to a fast start. You got to be able to run the football with Devin Singletary. He's been running the ball great the last couple games. Um, Josh Allen has been uh, running all over teams this year, and I think the Chiefs are actually like the worst against quarterbacks in uh, in rush defense. I guess uh, uh, yeah, against against opposing. Um, quarterbacks great stat so that's dangerous for for the chiefs defense so for me it's really going to come down to the you know the start of the game you know the opening kickoff um i think the bills have to get off to a fast start negate that uh you know the crowd and let your number one defense play defense they had the number one defense i think their defense is going to travel um they could put up points with the best of them Kansas City, Bucks, doesn't matter. I think they won't be. They might be one of the best offenses left um, in, in in the playoffs, along with Green Bay and the Bucks and stuff. But for me, it's just can Patrick Mahomes, you know, get off to a fast start? Last week against the Steelers, he was kind of shaking in the beginning. You know, if if he was actually playing the team that can actually keep up with him in points, they would have been behind. You know, and then they were because of a defensive uh, touchdown. Yep. You know, early in the game, but. The Steelers didn't have enough offense to make it interesting for them. And they knew that. So, you know, once they got one touchdown, it was it was downhill. Because, again, that crowd got into it again, and then it was downhill for the Steelers. So, the Bucks, I mean, the Bills got to avoid going downhill in this game. They got to, you know, if they, give a big, if they give up a big play and the crowd gets into it, you got to be able to, all right, reset, and then, you know, um, play your game back to a form you know just another play forget about it you play on to the next play that's how you that's how you win so um this is this game is gonna be interesting as hell and uh i i honestly like i it's it's flip a coin flip a coin who who do you who do you like better who's 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 playing the best football at the quarterback position who's playing a better defense right now chiefs have have been playing great defense but the bills have the number one defense so defense usually wins these kind of games along with the high octane offense that they have. So we'll see. It'll be a good one. <clears throat> and it's gonna be cold as fuck too. I know. This is a totally, you know, for anybody that is referencing the previous matchup. I know it's tough to beat a team twice in a row, but these teams are totally different. Like both of these teams are completely different teams since earlier in the year. The Bills' offense finally turned it around, and they've shown some consistency. I mean, they literally had a perfect game as a team last week. So, obviously, I'm not expecting them to be that again. But um, the Chiefs, same thing. They're a different team. Their their defense was one of the very worst in the NFL in that first matchup, and that's what led to change. And then they got uh, Melvin Ingram, who's made a massive difference on the defensive end, uh, you know, just getting to the passer. He, he's been a massive difference maker for this team. Um, and, I mean, everybody's there. you still got Chris Jones. So, I mean, really, it is – I'm going to have to agree with you, Nick. It is kind of flip a coin field. I think both of these teams are elite teams right now because they're, they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this feels like it's going to go back and forth, and I also think this is going to be high scoring. I, I actually think it's going to be high scoring. And I would tell you, like, you know, I was thinking of saying, oh, you know, who can, who can run the ball in this game? But I'm not even – like – 
I think the only time the run is going to matter is when a team is leading by a score at the end and has to run out the clock because this one this one's got shootout potential written all over it and and both of these teams turned their run games around they were both you know I, I would say subpar uh, the Bills specifically we call out for that they finally turned it around so um, but I don't think that's the X factor I think it's plain and simple the the X factors are the quarterbacks it, it's plain and simple in this game. It's, you know, who's going to make a mistake? Because really, there's no room for that. The the winner of this game is going to be the one who makes less mistakes. Because otherwise, these teams are are pretty, uh, you know, flawless. They, they don't have a lot of flaws. That on benefits side. the that benefits the Chiefs too. Because I trust Mahomes to not make a mistake over Josh Allen. And, I don't and know, you know about like, that. I don't know. Mahomes been, has made some turnovers this year. He has, I don't know. But it's been, They've been a different team but as of late, especially the last month. They've Josh been a Allen team. hasn't made that bone ho- uh, that boneheaded play yet. And they've been all right. And they've been all right. Can he do it tonight? Can he do it? Uh, tomorrow night. Because he, he's, he's, he's due. He's due, bro. He's due for I one know. of them boneheaded he plays. I want to see if he changed. I think he did. I think he turned the corner. I think this is the only – I think, like, look, this is the best opportunity for the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. This is. The Chiefs aren't as good as they as as they were previous, previously. What what three years? The last three years, they're not as good. I don't think. I wouldn't say that. I actually would. The I think defense the Chiefs, is better than it was a few years ago. The defense, yeah, bad. but the offense. I I like. I think the Chiefs two years ago was was better than this Chiefs uh, Chiefs team. I actually don't. Really? This I team, don't because I think this team has more balance. I think it's more more balanced team, and this know. offensive line is substantially better. That's something that's not getting talked about. That's they literally argument. have two rookies, and they're they're literally uh, they might be the best offensive line in football right now. And Creed Humphrey, by the way, if they gave Rookie of the Year awards to Lyman, he might actually win the award. That's how good he's been at center. This team loaded they just they were trying to establish an identity and they had to rediscover themselves on offense they had to redefine how they played the game because they were for the longest time they were a team that just beat you down the field and they never learned how to adjust when teams took that away now they can beat you in any way that they want they beat you in the short game they beat you in the intermediate game it doesn't matter what routes they run they they can beat you in any way now that's, that's the difference with this team versus the past. The past teams, they were, you know, no one had seen anything like it. They were scoring points like there's, you know, it was nobody's business, but it was on big plays. Now this team can do everything. So, really, I'm, I'm thinking right now that the winner of this game is getting to the Super Bowl. Sorry to hear that's that. What I'm, the winner of this game is probably getting to the Super Bowl. And at least they'll be favored to do so. It doesn't mean they'll be the favorite in the game, but I think they'll be the favorite to get there for sure. This <laughs> T- is the class. Tighten up. Sha, sha, sha. Tighten up. Sha, sha, sha. Tighten up, you freak bulls. Notice I'm, using, I'm just using betting language here. I say they'll be the favorite. Oh, that yeah, they would do. be the favorite. They Yeah, because they're all Flash. Everybody loves Flash. Uh-huh. Good. Keep loving it. They're the, they're the two class, uh, they're the class teams of the AFC right now, these two. So... They ain't the one seed. You know, another thing, though, this is another thing, is these two teams beating up on each other is not a great recipe going into next week if they have to face a Titans or a Bengals team who's hungry 
and not favored in the game. These two, these two teams are going to beat up on each other this week. So it's crazy. Uh, this is a great matchup. I think that we're ready to pick. All right. Anyone have any any last thoughts before I, you know, push it that direction? What's what's the line? It's Kansas City minus one and a half. It moved Buffalo's way twice in a row now. It was oh, two and a so half. That's so bad for Buffalo. That's so bad for Buffalo. Are we making our picks? Yeah, I thought you were. My bad. Oh. That's why I froze. Okay. My bad. I'll go if you want. Or no. Pallante, Mikey, why don't you start us off? Who you got? Fair enough. I was waiting for that. You know, I, I would love to start us off. Okay. I got the Chiefs both ways, and I don't think it's because Josh Allen's going to shrink in the moment because, I mean, he – like, this is a prove-it game for him. Do you want to prove that you belong? Do you want to prove that you're a top-five QB? Do you want to prove that the Bills are the class of the AFC? This is how you do it. For me, it's it's trust. I trust Andy Reid to beat his, uh, you know, former protege and Sean McDermott. I believe Andy Reid is going to be very creative in his play calling, as always. And, um, you know, Spagnolo has done a great job with his defense in these big moments. Um, I think it's it's going to probably be a one-score game. And I, I trust the Chiefs. They've been there. I trust Mahomes in this moment. I think that the Chiefs are going to do this. But next year, though, the Bills might be ready next year. I think that this is going to be a really close one. And they lose a, a heartbreaking kind of a game where, you know, it signals the Bills will be ready next year. But right now, though, I'm trusting the Chiefs. It's going to be a great game, though. I can't wait to watch this one. I am also taking the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to handle them. Um, they have the two things working against them that, you know, I believe in. Trust my system. Check my resume. Uh, but that's that's where I am with that. I trust, like Mike said, I trust Andy Reid and Mahomes more than I trust McDermott and Josh Allen. And until Josh Allen puts together, you know, a couple strings of games where he's lights out like that, it's hard. To, it's hard to trust him. It's hard to trust him being consistent. And it's a big moment for him. It's a big spot. If they do pull it off, great for him. He's now entered. You know, he's 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 in that mix now. But I, it's, it's I, I don't I don't see it. What'd you say? It's I'm sorry. Hard to beat twice. Yes, it's very hard to beat a team twice. And for me, I, I I have the Chiefs tomorrow night. All right, Nick. I am the lone one here. I am taking the Bills. I think this time last year, the Bills were watching the Chiefs celebrate in the AFC Championship game, going to the Super Bowl. I think the Bills remember that. I think they're on the mission to get to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they are going. I think they're on a mission to get to the Super Bowl. I think they want to beat this team more than anybody left in the in the, in the playoffs uh, because of last year. I think the Bills are primed this year to win. This has got to be the year for them. I think Josh Allen is ready to take that next step. Um, last year, he won two playoff games and then lost the championship game. This year, he's back into the playoffs. He's playing to the Chiefs. He, he won a playoff game. Now he's playing the Chiefs on the road. And I think he has experience in – you know, and these conditions, and I like the Bills in this matchup. I think uh, Josh Allen's going to have a good game. I think the Bills' defense is going to show up. I think they're going to get after Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to uh, 
make a few mistakes that's going to put the Bills in, in position to capitalize off turnovers. And I like the Bills to win in this, in, in this football game and give me the Bills 27-23. Shit. Bottom line. Nothing wrong. Like, this game, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if they did it. But for me, it's just like how I was phrasing it for the Packers. The third time is the charm. The Bills will be back next year. And I, I you know, I would love to see how it goes for them. I, I think third time is the charm. This is like, a, you know, another learning lesson for them. And um, I was actually going to say this, too. Low-key headline, but the Bills could lose Brian Dable at offensive coordinator um, in this offseason. He's a, he's a head coaching candidate. So that would be an interesting thing here. I mean, I, and also Eric Bieniemy could be getting some love at head coach. But, he you know, for now I haven't heard his name mentioned in any of these openings. So I'm going to assume that he'll probably be back. So uh, we could be seeing these teams face off next year. It's basically what I'm trying to say. It's just, you know, this, this game – could dictate a lot as far as, you know, how these teams approach going into next year. You know what I hate the most about the uh, – I really hate the phrase, it's hard to beat a team twice. I fucking hate that phrase. That's Why? fucking false. No, it ain't. The Saints beat the Bucks twice. The Saints <clears throat> aren't even in the playoffs. That's that's a that's, – what do you call it? A mirage. A mirage. Yes. They beat him twice last year too in the regular season. And what happened? Is in that the a playoffs? mirage? What happened in the playoffs? I know, but is that a mirage? It's not. Yes. It's not really hard That's to a beat mirage. a team twice. You just played them better twice. It's hard to beat a team twice. I don't know about that. I it's mean, a, it's a cute saying, statement. Yeah. It's very cute. Uh, it's cute. I, I mean, you could put a ribbon on it and yeah, everything and make it look prettier. But uh-huh. for me, I I I I don't think it matters. You wanna, you wanna I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Anybody else? It doesn't matter too much, but it's definitely harder because the second time around, the one the team that won is thinking, oh, we don't have to change much because this worked for us last time, and the other team makes adjustments, and the Chiefs are a totally different team this time around. Well, that, de- well that depends on, on your coach. It, 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 who's your head coach? If you got a boneheaded head coach, then you're going to lose. But I don't think Sean McDermott is a, is a boneheaded coach. I think he's a good fucking coach. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, for me, it's like, I, I don't think that matters. It's just a simple observation. Usually, and I, I don't have a record to it to to say this, but usually the other side comes out on top in the second time around. It's even harder to beat a team three times in a year, but we're, at least we're not seeing that uh, this week. But it's just simple because it, it's, it's due to adjustment. So, anyway... That being said, guys, this is it. This is it for today. Um, Bill, I mean, you know what to do. Bill, roll into our our outro, and I'm going to pass it off to Nick in a second, all right? Uh, thank you, guys. Pass that As shit. always, this is, this is an awesome Saturday. We have games in a couple of hours so you're going to see some of this content out there right away we're going to get to posting it out there uh we already posted our dfs lineups for today's games we're going to be posting our lineups for tomorrow's games in the next couple of hours so stay tuned for that um we're going to be posting our picks shortly in case you missed it so you'll see it on social media um but anyway this episode of Psychotic and Iconic was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code Iconic 
will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That is promo code ICONIC. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live on PropsHQ.com today. That's the Prop Network. Always check us out there for show news, live stream schedule, um, episode releases, our Twitter handle. Everything is there. We got our bio there. Go check us out on PropsHQ.com. That's all, fellas. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Nick Theories, take it away. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on this Saturday edition of PNI. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. You already know the fucking deal. Fucking sign up. Log in. Fucking rate us five stars. Do everything you can to, to support us. We appreciate it. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at PI.